Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number five of Living My Narcissist. Ba, 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 ba. If you are new here, this is Iman, and this podcast is about my experience with a narcissist, what I learned from it, and so much more. To all my listeners, thank you for being here and for the constant support. Thank you for the likes and the comments. And for all the shares, I am recording this episode in a completely different country and setting today. It's my birthday. Well, yesterday was my birthday and I decided to take an impromptu solo trip to Lanzarote. And oh my gosh, this place is amazing. But this podcast is not about my solo trips. Uh, so <laughs> let's go into it. Um... Today's poem is by the one and only Die River Romantica on Instagram. Like, seriously, these girls. I feel like I'm like, did we have the same experience? Are we the same person? Because how are you speaking my words? Let's get into it. <clears throat> if I have to ask for you to want me, then I don't think I want you anymore. And if I have to ask to be loved, I'll get up and lock my door. You on the other side, and I don't care if I'm crying. I could be hurting so bad that somebody would think that I'm dying. I lock the door. I remember to lose the key, and I'll forget I ever gave you the chance to break somebody like me. And I will stay gentle. I will stay loving life, and I will still be a romantic, even if I'm nobody's wife. Because you don't get the power to dictate my mental health. Because you might be lacking in the empathy department, but I'm sunkest in wealth. And what do I really lose at the end of the day? Because I could write two books and you'd still have nothing to say. And I won't be angry because there's better things to feel. And I won't be a muted version of your model ideal. If I have to ask if you want me, the answer I already know. And even if it kills me to say it, I think it's time for you to go. You know the strength urge strong urge that i have sometimes to send things like that to my ex and like so many things like i find them or things that come to my mind or things that are right or just things that and i'm like oh i want to send them to you but also i literally have to restrain myself and i'm like nope uh do not unblock him do not get in touch with him no contact that's the only way forward but yeah um anyways um You might hear some airplanes going, I hope not. Uh, I didn't hear anything, but I'm not too far off from the airport. Like It's an island, so basically, and I'm on the side where the airport is. I did not hear them from the inside the house. I hear them when I'm outside, so hopefully they won't disrupt my podcast. Anyways, um, if you haven't listened to episode number four, I suggest you listen to it before listening to this one because it's connected. This is part two. So if you've listened to episode four, just as a recap, it was Monday, the day that I uh, released the first episode of the podcast and pressure sexed me and uh, all all the things that I discovered. And then on Tuesday, I texted one of the girls that my ex had, I knew he had been in touch with or had intention of getting in touch with. And then in the afternoon, I texted the second one. So this is where I'm picking up from. Tuesday afternoon, uh, okay, then that Tuesday, I texted the other girl, I knew he had his eye on, uh, this one is like still one of the two that we have interviewed for the business, and she's only 22 years old, so she's like 10, 11 years old, younger than him, 
And same story as the other one. She told me they met three times with the, with the other one because she knew immediately, so they met only once and she cut him off. With this one, they met three times. The first time, he took her for a coffee and was telling her he liked her, but he was like, you don't seem very interested in working. And he, like, the, I'm fasting, but the poop head <laughs> is literally telling her the things that I noticed from her in the interview. He's telling her, telling her to, like, telling it telling her those things oh my goodness I cannot make sense uh, I woke up uh, 20 minutes ago so my brain is still a bit foggy and he was like oh you seem like you want to be married and I want to marry you and he gave her the whole I am a successful entrepreneur I own my business and I make loads of money spell uh, he then invited her again for dinner and obviously uh, that day he left me at home and told me he was working late at the office while he was with her having dinner. And to top it all off, the third times he rented a whole freaking apartment. The guy who did not even buy me a gift for our anniversary. And when I told him, he was like, yeah, 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 I'll send you the money but for the gift. Like I bought my gift and he was, I was supposed to pay for it and he did not pay for it. But he found the money to rent a whole freaking apartment and he found the money to go find dine and take like people to the Shangri-La and things like that but I'm like okay uh and the time because like oh no my business I don't have time to do this I don't have time to do that I don't have time to think about a restaurant where to take you you think about three options and then I'll take you in one but yes he found the time to rent a whole freaking apartment took her there finally for some reason I don't know told her of my existence and then he lied to her and told her that I was fine with with it and that I would actually live with her in the same house he told her about him and me and her living in this imaginary villa that he was going to buy with monopoly money maybe I don't know which money he was going to buy that villa with in Jumeirah Palm Jumeirah like this guy is selling dreams out there and that I would help her when she was pregnant and she would help me and that we would raise all our children together like a WTF, I'm sorry. I never, ever agreed to any of this. But he was using me to manipulate her and she actually personally told me that she felt guilty and trapped because she was like, well, if Iman is clearly okay with it, so I don't want to be the difficult one. I don't want to be the one who's causing a problem I'm like did you've met him three times you don't know him say no you're 22 years old and someone is asking you to be his second wife uh no go you have so much in front of you no plus he's telling you he wants to be his second wife halal muslim and he's renting a whole apartment and uh he tried to force himself on her the disgusting piece of filth that's not a Muslim person, I'm sorry. He uh, said, oh, I want to exercise my Muslim right, but I'm renting this apartment and I'm trying to get into your pants. No, you just want to get into people's pants and using any excuses. Um, that day that he did this whole thing was the 3rd of January and I knew something was off. I just like could feel it. And I was waiting for him to come as we were supposed to have dinner together. And I literally spent the whole afternoon cooking dinner and uh, made his favorite he was like hours late no communication at all he did not send me a message he did not say anything at all we had had a fight in the morning like we were in the office we had a fight he dropped me off and then it was like okay uh <laughs> bye disappeared and 
now I know why it was radio silence because he went to chase another woman because we had a fight but well, okay um anyways he came later like hours late and when he came I was like in the balcony literally I think it was 11 p.m at that point and I was not expecting I was like okay fine I was just like in the balcony reading my book in peace and I didn't hear him at the door I didn't hear his phone calls because I had left my phone inside I just like literally randomly went inside to get some water and found a message from him telling me to open the door and where was I blah 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 so I opened the door and I just literally see him running from the end of the corridor towards me he pushed me aside and went into into the apartment and started like looking everywhere in the wardrobe in the bathroom in the balcony behind the curtains like literally everywhere and because the balcony was connected the living room and the bedroom so he was literally playing and like going into the bedroom and then into the balcony and trying to see if someone was like I don't know he saw he literally told me I he thought he was hiding I was hiding someone in the house and that's why I wasn't opening the door like he should have seen his eyes they were bulging and so freaking scary I thought he would seriously harm me that night and he told me that he had seen me in the balcony reading when he was driving uh, in and why didn't I open immediately and how didn't I hear and I was like why and he actually like he had a key but the key fob had, wasn't working as if I could deactivate a freaking key fob and he was like oh but why is the key fob not working I'm like I don't know <laughs> like literally not even my key fob worked then when he tried it my key fob didn't work either and I was like well I didn't leave clearly you can say I did not leave I was here I don't know what happened but anyways my response to all this scene was literally just I was baffled and I told him like that he's an animal and that he jumped to that conclusion because that's what he would do, that he would cheat on me because we had a fight or he would cheat on me like even when things were normal and nothing was happening and I thought we were having the greatest of times apparently. Little did I know that he was driving back from just having had his... Mm, for a, I'm, I'm fasting, so I'm not going to say, but some part of his body was being sucked by someone else and having tried to sleep with them. Pardon my French, but uh, this is still very triggering to me and it makes me very angry because I'm like, uh, so many things I accepted in this relationship, the disrespect of him, no, that's something that absolutely no, especially the lies and like, oh, when I discovered that he would cheat on me once, he was like, oh, but it had been a very long time, I haven't done anything, blah, 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 I was sexually frustrated, it happened only once, and then actually, that guy has never been sexually frustrated, that guy has been sleeping with, I don't know how many women all the time, he has had like, multiple relationships going on in the background, and yeah, he, of course, then tried to be all apologetic after, like, I confronted him and I told him I would never cheat on you, like, I'm not that person and you know it very well. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, tried to be sweet and hugged, and hugged me and I could smell some faint perfume. And I actually slipped him and he went again, all aggressive and was like, like, come on, smell, smell some more, there isn't anything here, stop being so crazy. These were his literal words, the poop hole, <laughs> uh, poop head, all the words. I'm, I'm so angry that I'm fasting, but it's good. <laughs> I want to use some very bad words. 
I was not crazy. He had been with another woman and I knew it. And I spoke with this girl extensively as well. And he's such a manipulator. He was sending her pictures of villas that he was looking at with me and telling her he'll buy it soon. Again, monopoly money? Yes. Real money? Dude, you can't afford it. Then me and him went on a road trip like two days later or something like that. No, actually, we went on a road trip before he rented the apartment for her. Um, like the 28th of December and this whole thing of the rented apartment, trying to sleep with her and everything was the 3rd of January. So we went on a road trip and he sent her pictures of where we were, pictures that I took of him and things like that. And he told her he was planning on going there and that he wanted to take her. And just to prove you that what I was talking about, about gut feeling and that my gut is right, at a certain point during that road trip, I just had this horrible sensation. Like I remember at the beginning in the morning, it was fine. I was like, kind of okay. And uh, then... um, this horrible sensation just came upon me and I just told him as much as I'm enjoying it because he was like, oh, how are you? Are you enjoying the trip? And I was like, yes, but as much as I'm enjoying this trip, I have a feeling you're thinking of taking other women here. And what the hell? <laughs> I don't know how. I knew, but I <laughs> I was right. <laughs> like the energy he was releasing was just so toxic. And the drive back, it was like, two hours three hours away from Dubai I think and the drive back I was literally quiet the whole time and I couldn't breathe properly I just don't know I just could feel it like the drive in the morning was different and then something in the afternoon just changed the whole energy and to know that it's him and he projects things and like he was talking to uh, to that girl and maybe to some other women as well because like actually he confessed to me that he was talking to seven girls at the same time And if he confessed to me he was talking to seven girls at the same time in a matter of a week after I came from Dubai, he seriously was talking to many more because that man is not capable of being accountable or holding himself accountable. So if he confesses to something, it means that it's even worse. Um, Anyways, uh, that like that whole feeling and we were sitting at this restaurant and eating and I was literally in front in front of me there was the parking lot and there was this car parked and I was just looking in front of me and in the car there was a man with his wife (laughs) I wasn't even looking at them like it was just in my line of sight and he like looked at me and was like you've been staring in that direction for too long what's there what's interesting and he peeked because he couldn't see there was a bush covering a part of his view and I was like I'm just looking in front of me like nothing. But when I catch you looking at girls' asses, it's fine. And you t- you flip it on me and me being insecure. <laughs> but I'm just looking in front of me and you have problems. Anyways, uh, I don't know. But I have a feeling that she, the girl, uh, going back to the girl, um, she eventually told him she wasn't interested. But... To be honest, I don't know. I have a feeling that she wasn't completely telling me the truth because I got in touch with her and then he knew somehow that I got in touch. To be honest, not with her. I got in touch with another person and somehow he knew. So I'm unsure if her or another per like the other person that I'm going to tell you about got in touch with him and are still in touch with him. 
and told him I contacted her or something. I can't prove it, obviously, and I hope she's safe. I actually thought of reaching out to her again, but to be honest, I did what I needed to do. And I told her he's a dangerous person and she should stay away from him. And if she decides to go for him now that she knows, and I'm that maybe now she knows she's like um she's not even Iman is not in the picture I'm gonna be his only wife blah 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 and make him be mine yeah that man cannot be chained that man is a dog and if she is back with him then she will eventually learn the lesson the hard way like I did oh gosh so much crap and it's not over yet because this whole thing was like what I discovered just the day after I released the podcast, so Tuesday. And then, of course, on Wednesday, I went even further down the rabbit hole and contacted another girl I knew he had his eyes on. And guess what? I was right. And he obviously had lied about her too. So basically, this girl appeared literally as soon as after I left Dubai. When I left, I didn't tell him I was leaving forever because, to be honest, <laughs> I myself wasn't sure of it as I didn't know all of this I didn't know I only knew about him wanting to be in a polygamous relationship and that he cheated on me once so I still I had told him that I needed some space to think clearly and be on my own and I would give him a definite answer once I had reached it and I had asked him to not get in touch with me please and not contact me as and I would get in touch with him once I had made up my mind completely because to be honest I was like maybe the polygamy thing is just a temporary thing and it's gonna go away and okay he cheated on me once we all make mistakes that cheating was like the thing that I like I've always told him I would never get back with you if you are if you ever cheat on me I was still unsure that was like both like they were both very big red flags but I don't know what was going through my mind (laughs) but did he listen about the non-contact obviously not and he had to contact me multiple times he first contacted me to tell me to remove a video that I had posted on Instagram because it was clearly about him and that people were happy to see me being miserable etc and I shouldn't be sharing all of that on the internet uh, he started the call like by being fake sweet and telling me he missed me etc but then ended up up ended up being nasty and abusive like every single time he literally starts his call sometimes he's like oh i miss you you're so sweet nah, nah, nah. very sweet i can't do life without you uh everything is so sad and i don't enjoy this and i enjoy that and then he gets abusive and starts insulting me and belittling me anyways i won't go into the detail here because that was like literally a whole week of back and forth calls and me crying every single time and him manipulating me into thinking he was missing me and he wasn't talking to anyone. <laughs> and out of nowhere in one of these calls, he told me, oh, I know there is this girl who has been liking all of my pictures on Instagram and she started following me, but I don't know her and she's just a random girl. Um, of course, that sent my antenna into attention mode again because... I had seen her on his profile and she appeared the exact day I broke up with him. So I had my suspicions and then he brought her up on his own. Like I didn't mention her, I didn't say anything because I know now to just like sit quiet with the notion that I have with all of the knowledge that I have and let him come to me. And it was just a confirmation that I needed that while he was trying to convince me to go back to Dubai to him, he wasn't going to speak and he told me, he literally sent me a contract 
like guys one day <laughs> I will do a podcast just reading all the contracts that he sent me during the relationship and he was like come back to Dubai you can have a full access to my phone you can have full access to uh, my laptop uh, I'll get you your own apartment with your uh, I'll give you my credit card you don't have to work with me you don't have to do anything you can live your life and stay here and I in the meanwhile I won't be speaking to anyone I won't be uh, seeing anyone uh, blah 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 we can go and sign it in front of a lawyer here in Dubai so it's legally binding and like dude we both know you would have always been chasing other women <laughs> there was no way in which you could be restrained from sleeping like you're a sex addict there was no way that he wasn't going to speak to anyone anyways um I obviously I'm not stupid and I didn't say anything at the moment when he told me oh she's just a random woman blah 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 and um I just let let things go but kept track of that girl's profile and I was like just checking and she suddenly stopped following him but then I saw her commenting on his YouTube videos which he has just released this podcast blah 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 um which we were recording together when we were there and she was like she was one of the first of people who would uh contact like comment on his like she commented on two videos and I'm like if she doesn't follow him on Instagram anymore if she was never anyone she wouldn't be knowing about his YouTube videos and if she didn't have access to him so that confirmed to me that they were involved in some way shape or form this uh probably for me was the hardest person to confront for some reason I think because she's Italian Moroccan like me and also from her profile, I couldn't understand because she's living in Italy at the moment. And I could see a lot of similarities. Actually, no, now I met this girl and I'm like, I was going to say I could see a lot of similarities between us, but no, not really. Uh, and I was like, is he just looking for my next replacement? Well, actually, yes, he is looking for someone to replace me. But I set the bar so high that, boy, you never find anyone like me. Uh, also, because I was very dumb and trustworthy and I hope no women trusts you as much as I did and also I knew she was 100% still involved with him and talked to him and I didn't know because I had an inkling that the other two girls that I contacted weren't in touch with him anymore but with her I knew she was still involved and talking to him and I didn't know if she would believe me or not or she would tell him so I just sent her an anonymous email telling her I knew she's involved with my ex and that he's in he's in someone to be trusted and I offered to have a call with her because like she was very skeptical at the beginning we ended up talking for like two hours and I knew he was a piece of filth, but oh my goodness, I was trying to convince her to leave her job in Italy and move to Dubai and stay with him and take care of him, etc. And he told her in exchange he would pay for her once she was there and he would marry her. Uh, he basically these two they met each other on hinge because uh, she well, she is planning to move to Dubai in the future and just to let you know he had always had hinge and mismatch on his phone and I, would, I saw mismatch he told me he had hinge over a year ago he was like yeah when I discovered he had mismatch he was like yeah yeah but I, I'm not using it I have hinge I'm not using it and I'm like oh oh actually it was just from before and if you see it's logged out and everything but he has always always been using them throughout all our whole relationship so yeah uh, 
I keep jumping the gun and just like going from a topic to another. But he was actually trying about like people leaving their job. He was actually trying to make also the 22-year-old girl uh, leave her job and told her that he'd get her an apartment, but she couldn't work or leave the house without him and she couldn't drive or take public transport. Like, um, I'm sorry, are you planning to have a prisoner there? Anyways, at this point, I don't know how, but I knew, but he knew I was on his tracks because while I wasn't on the call with this girl, he texted her and told her that someone from his past was going around and spreading lies about him. And if anyone, and he asked her if anyone had contacted her, she told him that no, no one had contacted her. And he literally sent her this very disturbing message some hours later. Uh, she sent me screenshots. <laughs> he told her that she had to prove to him that she was serious about him. And to do so, she had to come to Dubai that weekend. It was Wednesday. So he was giving her like three, four days to pack her whole life. Uh, he told her, I want a ride or die. And a serious woman that wants to be with a man will give up everything, everything for him. And dude, he had been talking to her for like 20 days and they never met face to face. That message really showed me how desperate he is now because obviously me leaving has left him completely unsettled and without anyone to count on and take care of his every need. And apparently he's not been able to find uh, anyone to satisfy his needs about, apart from the sexual ones, obviously, because that's easy to find. He has gone on a rampage and been sleeping around with so many girls. <laughs> and I don't know if to share this or not, but he sent these girls videos of him having sex with other women. So now this man is filming himself and these girls, surely without them knowing, and sending videos around to other people. Also, like, how does this man's brain function? You are telling this girl you want to marry her and you are sending her videos of you doing the deed with other people? Like, are you all there, buddy? Is your brain functioning? Uh, oh my goodness, it's 25 minutes in. I have to cut this short, but let's see. Anyways, uh, for some reason, uh, he knew I got, had gotten to her because after she told him she wasn't moving for him by the end of that week, she told him like, you know, I have to finish my job, blah, blah, blah. I'll move probably at the end of April or at the beginning of April. He didn't respond for basically a whole day. And when she checked on him, he told her a freaking lie that he had told me that same morning because uh, do you remember I told you like Tuesday... I discovered this. Wednesday, I got in touch with this second girl. Wednesday evening, I actually discovered something else. And then on Thursday, he got in touch with me and called me. But again, I'm jumping the gun because uh, once I discovered this and spoke to the girl, I had one last plot. Like once I had discovered this about this girl, like the Italian Moroccan girl, I had one last thing that I've always had an inkling and I wanted to dig and understand if my gut was right or not. So... That evening, I called his ex-flatmate. Thank God I had his number because this... Oh my goodness, I was going to say my ex's name. The poop head cannot have a, a trustworthy relationship with anyone and he creates chaos wherever he goes. And he had created chaos with his flatmate. And then his flatmate got in touch with me because of what he had done. 
But obviously, he told me, oh, just block him, I'll solve it. And he never solved anything. Anyways, I still had his number on file. So I just went and texted him and asked him if my ex had ever brought women to the apartment while he was living there with uh, with him, here in London, obviously. And guess what? He freaking did. Um, yes, I think I'm going to finish the episode here. This has been like... I think too many things, oh, <laughs> um, sorry, there, ha- there have been like too many things, too much information, so let's recap very quickly and then I'll finish it here and then I can go, next episode I can go further into that call with his ex-flatmate and, well, to be honest, like that call is quite brief and then the whole call that I had with him and how manipulative he is and also he is in London now. Oh my goodness. I know he's probably listening to all of this, so welcome to London, poop head. Uh, don't try and get in touch with me because I don't want to have anything to do with you. Anyways, um, yeah, let's finish it here just as a recap uh, of today's episode because there was a lot of information and I've been jumping from here and there. He contact like I contacted girl number two in Dubai. He was he went on three dates with her, rented a whole apartment, lied to me the whole time, tried to sleep with her, didn't manage to sleep with her, but did some other sexual stuff with her and then tried to <laughs> think like blame it on me and make me feel guilty, make me think like I would be cheating on him and I was hiding something in the apartment, which no, someone in the apartment. Then while he was trying to get me back to Dubai to be with him and telling me I'm not speaking to anyone. He literally sent me a message actually telling me one day I'll do an episode of just all the messages that he sent me, reading them because hilarious, telling me I have no, I don't know why I'm fighting the urge to sleep with every single female in Dubai. Dude, you weren't fighting the urge when I was with you there in Dubai, so you've never fought any urge, you've been sleeping with everyone. And he was like, yeah, I've been fighting the urge of sleeping with everyone. No, that's not true. Anyways. uh, Oh, I think someone is in. Anyways. Oh, it's the neighbours. I don't know. Like, literally, when someone moves in the apartment downstairs, I think it's here. Um, But yeah. And then I contacted the other girl, the Italian Moroccan girl, which actually I have met her briefly. She came to London last weekend and I met her, but... I don't know, there was something there that my gut just didn't trust. I literally had a panic attack for the first time since like I came back from Dubai. I had panic attacks all the time in Dubai for a month and a half. I came back, I had them for around two weeks and then they slowly stopped. And when I met her, I just had a panic attack like 10 minutes into us meeting or 15 minutes in. I couldn't, I had a panic attack. I was like, nope, can't do it, can't do it. Cut the thing short, left, couldn't. My gut was just like this reaction so strong, and I'm like, maybe she's still in touch with him, maybe, and he is in London now. Maybe they are, they were in it together, and they were just like trying to get me into something, or I don't know. So I was like, I didn't trust my gut feeling. Then now I'm gonna be trusting it every single time. I don't know, care, better safe than sorry. But yeah, that's all. Um, sorry for how jumpy this episode has been, but <laughs> literally, this is like an exact representation of my life and how like things just got thrown at me so hard and I'm like what's happening I don't know too much information what is it going on what's going on 
But yeah, I'm gonna go now, get ready, have a lovely day ahead of me. I'm going to see so many beautiful things. And yep, thank you for listening. If you haven't done it yet, rate the podcast in, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Rate it five star, leave a comment, uh, leave a review. Thank you so much. Adios. Till next Monday. Bye.